Let the Eurovision Song Contest begin! Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Welcome back to the Do's Poir podcast. My name is Jack and this is Liz. Woo-hoo! Um, we're right in the middle of our Eurovision Forever series. So what you're tuning in for, you've seen the title, you've read the bio, you know, it's time for Iceland. Oh my God. Before we talk about Iceland, are we going to have a quick chat about what happened after we recorded our episode for Hungary last week? Oh, I know you've been dying to bring this up. So I'm just going to throw it over to you. Go ahead. Oh, my Lord. Well, no, I I think you and I should take a moment because I think you and I should take credit (laughs) for this because, as you know, last year you and I declared war with Hungary for its, you know, taking away of LBQTI rights. Never remember to put the G in. God damn Never it. remember the G. It's okay. We'll keep so rolling hard. with it. It's okay. They, we know. We know. The G's are included. We feel it. Taking away everybody's rights and rights yeah. to live, love, and be happy. Um, and we were very outraged. We declared war and we're like, this is not the way of the, the, the future, Hungary. Hungary, you need to reach out to the gay community. You need to look into yourselves and <laughs> Joseph Shazer? Is that how I say his name? Shazer? I don't know. I've only seen the headline. I actually haven't read the articles. Z- it's S-Z-A-J-E-R. You know I'm bad with pronunciation. Shazer. Shazer? Yeah, something like that. Joseph Shazer, who is one of the founding members of Victor Orban's party, um... Which has been setting around taking away gay and trans rights in Hungary. Cut to Brussels last week and police. <laughs> this is great this. on so many levels. Police. Neighbours called police to report very loud noises coming from a flat located above a bar. When the police arrived to answer the noise complaint, they in fact found a 25-man orgy in full swing in said apartment. Police acted because, of course, there's, there's absolutely nothing wrong with the 25-man orgy. You have no, nothing it. wrong. Woo! I'm all in favour of it. Oh, I am I am all on board for a 25-man uh, orgy. who is the guest of honour? Who is the guest of well, honour at this orgy? Well, the thing is police moved in because they were, in fact, breaking COVID restrictions, which limits right. you to a four-man orgy at the moment orgy. because of COVID. <laughs> um, the star member of this 25-man orgy uh, actually threw himself out of a window trying to flee police. Oh, did he really? I didn't even hear that. That's <laughs> And was arrested, <laughs> naked, bleeding, alone, and afraid. Police took him back to his place of residence, and it turns out that it was Joseph 
uh, the founding member of Viktor Orban's uh, party. This was a man who had drafted an amendment to Hungary's constitution that prevents gay marriage, saying that Hungary shall protect the institution of marriage as the union of a man and a woman, which is bullshit. And we found out, you know why he brought that in? Do you know why he wants to bring that in? Because he wants more sweet single man love for him to move (laughs) on in. And I think this is a great start, Joseph. You know what? Let go of the oppression. Free yourself. I I actually believe there was an amendment to that one man, one woman wedding Mm. marriage plan Mm. that was orgies must be limited to 26 or less. Oh, so he so just he's got him still, right under the should read the fine print. He was taken back, and he did use his diplomatic immunity to <laughs> escape charges. But you know what? I kind of feel this is the good time for him to maybe, you know, get rid of some of that L B Q T I G. Miss the G hate. again. There it is. <laughs> get rid of some of that hate in the community. <laughs> I don't know what's worse: the hypocrisy or breaking COVID restrictions. Both pretty bad. I know. I know. Let's leave Hungary in the past. Let's move on to Iceland, which I know a lot of people are very excited we're getting to. I'm going to tell you a little bit about their time at Eurovision. So 33 entries at the Eurovision Song Contest, 26 finals, five top tens, two runners-up, two last places, and one null point. This episode will be covering their first entry in 86 all the way up to 1996. Liz, tell us a little bit about Iceland. Oh, my Lord. You know what I figured out is the key? The, you know what the figure out is the key? Because I could always mm-hmm. – I could never remember which one is Iceland and which one is Greenland. <laughs> the key is Iceland is green, but Greenland is icy. Yes, that's right. Freaks me out. There's a lot of different, differentiating things between the two, but that's one of them. I know. That's, that's, <laughs> like, that's the key bit of the name of your country. <laughs> How do you get that so wrong? Um, you know what freaks me out, though? Guess the population of Iceland. Have a guess. I, I think Pop Iceland has maybe 200,000 people. Oh, my God. Well, they have been fucking since the last time you went to Iceland <laughs> because it is now 356,991. It's not big. It's not a big country. I was so surprised. It is, in fact, the most, according to Wikipedia, it's the most sparsely populated country in Europe. Um, uh, I always thought it was Russia, but no, it's telling me it's Iceland because it's it's got all those really remote, you know, bits of Serbia. So, but no, it turns out it's Iceland. Um, Siberia, not Serbia. They're two different things. (laughs) Siberia, sorry. Unless Russia's been up to more since I last checked. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you never know this week. Yeah, um, you never know. It, oh, my God. Two-thirds of the entire human population of the country live in Reykjavik and the surrounding areas. Um, it has the highest trade union membership in the world and ranks third in the world by median wealth per adult. How freaking good is that? Oh, my God. It also ranks number one on the Global Peace Index because I guess everyone's got that money and it's too cold. People are pretty chill in Iceland. Who's going to commit crime at 3 a.m.? Exactly. You know? Why? Why would you? It also runs almost entirely on renewable energy. Excellent. And... It has no standing army, just a lightly armoured 
Coast Guard. And all I could figure <laughs> is they've so basically they've got a guy in a boat and they've bought him like one of those rain jackets. That's what I take yeah. as lightly protected. <laughs> I love that. And he's got a flare gun as well. <laughs> well, no, no, no. They're a peaceful country. No flare guns. Speaking of Icelandic history and their lack of standing army, if you want to know a little bit of an interesting um, skirmish in Icelandic history, oh. look up the Cod Wars, <laughs> which was a series of um, skirmishes. They weren't even really skirmishes between Iceland and Britain. There were three of them. Iceland won all three and is now the reason that countries have a certain fishing zone limit and why it's the size it is. Was, this basically, was this basically just two men slapping each other with a cod? That's what I imagined. <laughs> Oh, my God, I wish I'd been there. (laughs) Oh, my God, that's brilliant. That's exactly how I picture the Cod War. There you go. Look it up. It's an interesting time in history. Now, let's get straight into it. So we're going to pick up with Iceland's debut in 1986. It's a group called Icy, fittingly enough, (laughs) with the song Gledi Bunkin, Bank of Fun. It finished 16th. Now, you don't deposit your blues at the bank of fun you withdraw joy whenever you're feeling glum six points from spain five points from the netherlands four from cyprus and twos from sweden and turkey this is how you make a camp debut at eurovision right oh my lord oh my god well oh i mean for a start you start off with the most obnoxious cruise ship waiter in the history of of all time then he gets joined on stage and I'm going to call it and I think you and I think you'll agree with me the greatest mullet to ever step forth on the Eurovision stage not only is it high is it mighty is it long is it immaculate it's red you've said that so many times about so many mullets I know but I this is track. the winner I retract sure? everything I've said about any mullet this All is right. majestic this is your number one mullet at Eurovision. <laughs> you know who he looks like? Do you remember the, oh, God, was it 80s or 90s TV show Beauty and the Beast with Linda Hamilton and Ron Perlman? Never saw it. He looks like the Beast. Was the Beast perchance Ron Perlman? Because he's one of the ugliest yes. men I've ever seen in my life. Yes. Like, no offense, Ron, but. Yeah. It was, mm. They didn't even have um, to put makeup on him. It was just Ron <laughs> Perlman with a long red-headed mullet. So picture Ron Perlman right, okay. with this haircut. Yeah, he looked great with it. I think it'd be an improvement. <laughs> He's such a hater. I love Ron Perlman. I know. I've got a weird thing about Ron Perlman. He scares me. Um, this is just this is just a terrible song, but <laughs> they are the sparkliest outfits, and they have just some inexplicable energy. I just couldn't quite hate it. It's fun, and they're bringing yeah. joy, but it is just at the end of the day, not a great <laughs> song. I couldn't really get into it. Uh, but I do like one thing is that they really understood like how Eurovision works from the moment they got there. You yeah. know what I mean? Other countries like Greece, for example, a couple of weeks ago we saw had a bit of a adjustment issue, maybe oh. also Cyprus. They weren't quite sure what a Eurovision entry was and Iceland were like, here it is, we've got to figure it figured out, this is it. Yeah. I know it's it, like it's terrible. Don't get me wrong, it's terrible, but it's also so catchy and so bad. It's good. It's so bad. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, 
I feel that. I've given the song a three, performance a six, fashion a four for a 13. How about you? Oh, wow. No, I I was a little bit more excited by this. Um, <laughs> of course. I gave the song a five, performance five. I just love the energy. Fashion, I'm giving that oh, a no. seven. <laughs> 17 from you. Guess what? What? That's a 30 between us. That Yay! song got a pass. Well done, Iceland. <laughs> 1987, Iceland were back. It was Hala Margret with the song, and please forgive me, my Icelandic is is not, it's not my first, second, third, fourth, fifth, or sixth <laughs> language. Heit och hlut, slowly and quietly. That was not right. Finished 16th, which I think is what they finished last year as well. 10 from Germany, 6 from Greece, 4s from Belgium, Norway and Spain. And that was it. It's a ballad about a joyous evening fading into the night. And what a big change of pace from Iceland. Oh, my God. And you know what? It's it's ironic that she's singing about a joyous night because there is no joy to this night. Agreed. Oh my god. <laughs> I I have to be honest, I actually died of boredom while listening to this song and yeah. I I had to be resuscitated by my cats <laughs> because I died. I just I just stopped breathing. It's just so dull. It should instead of being slowly and quietly, it should have been renamed slowly and boringly. Like just, wow, well well said. That was really <laughs> Can, you know big brain action from Liz right there. No, that's even just talking about it. It's cutting off the oxygen supply to my brain. This song is so dull. I like, mean, it, it it is slow. It does live up to its name, slowly, quietly. You're right about that. <laughs> I think the entire population of Iceland was on stage for this as well. There's that yeah. one guy, that one woman, and then that you know one guy on the piano, and that was it. Yeah, <laughs> it was every, no you know, one else lived in Iceland at the time. You know what? I think we should rename this performance to Silent but Deadly. <laughs> Gross. Gross. Um, yeah, it doesn't go anywhere for me. It's it's very yawn. I've given the song and performance a three, uh, but fashion only got a two. Okay, I have to oh, – that was an eight yeah. for me. I have to talk to you about is the last line of the song – Anus in the anus in the air. Oh my god! Oh my god! I just I oh okay. So I <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Gather yourself. I, Come on, get it back together. Okay, I might have like partied a little too hard um, in my youth at like wild gigs, and so now there are certain shall we say, frequencies I can't hear. So sometimes I have a problem with the first letter of words. So sometimes when people say on, I'm not sure if they've said corn, porn, mourn. <laughs> okay, so, so I have to try and figure it out. I thought it was me when I was hearing the word anus. I'm like, okay, I'm good. clearly. So we're on the same page here. She was saying anus and it wasn't just at the end. She said anus a few times. She was definitely talking about anuses in the air. I think we can like certify it now. Independently verified you and me. Yeah. <laughs> so stamp that one. Yeah, there you go. What did you give this one? Oh, my God. Well, I was going to say. <laughs> You, me, this lady, and Joseph, it's all about anus in the air this week. Um, <laughs> I gave the song one. 
performance zero, fashion one. And I think I was generous. I think you were too. I think yeah. that's a 10 between us. So not more all than it Iceland. Yeah. yeah. Definitely more than it deserves. Let's keep going. 1988, it was Beethoven with the song <laughs> Tu Og Te, Socrates, You and They, Socrates. Again, finished 16th. Eight from Portugal, four from Denmark and the Netherlands, two from France, and one's from Italy and Sweden. It's a song in praise of the singer's heroes. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. So yeah. I uh, mm-hmm. – let's start with the suit, shall we? Mm-hmm. I don't know where my therapist mm-hmm. will let me start with this because she doesn't want me to have too much trauma going on. It's the suit <laughs> – it's hideous. It doesn't fit, even by 80 standards. It's just an absolute train wreck. I'm not scoring early Iceland very well, and I don't think they've deserved it, honestly, so far. The song is just feeble. The fashion is hideous. The clapping sesh at the end doesn't help the performance in any way, in any shape, in any form. Maybe it was just like the only way they could figure out that they could get the audience to clap for their song was like, oh, clap along with us and you will like it. Nope, <laughs> didn't work. I, yeah, I was thinking it's like, oh, what do you do when you run out of lyrics for your song? Just put in a <laughs> la, 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 la and start like a clap along. Like, oh, oh it my God. is. Can we oh. talk about well, no, first of all, give them points. Like, he is sporting a hairstyle that is very popular in mental asylums across the country. <laughs> um, can we talk about the piano player for a minute? Because the piano player, how do I describe this? He has, like, a full, like, you know you have, like, a full moustache that goes from, like, your nose down to your chin, except he has shaved off the parts under his nose. <laughs> It, it's kind of like he was wearing false furry eyebrows and they fell off like down onto his face and he hasn't realised. I don't – when was that ever a trend? I'm so glad know. it didn't catch on. I'm kind of glad I was born in 1992 and I didn't have to walk the earth with Beethoven. Like <laughs> I have no ancestral guilt about this entry. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, look. Yeah, you know, you have moments and you sort of look back and you go, how did we as a species, how have we survived and become the dominant force on this planet? We're not. Cats have got our number. They've got us yeah. figured out. We're judging by this performance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're falling down the food chain definitely with this performance. Um, I've given the song, I don't know what I've done here. I've given the song a two. Something was wrong. I've given the performance a one. Fashion got a minus three. So Beethoven got a zero. What about you? <laughs> oh, my God. Can we? The other thing that we have to talk about is I never realised how popular Socrates was at Eurovision. Like, how many He's songs? everywhere in the 80s. How many songs now are, like, singing their love to, like, Socrates? Yeah. Like, what the hell? Can I also mention that in one of the lyrics, like, he's listing, like, the most amazing human beings that have ever been on the planet Earth, according to Beethoven, um, and he lists Socrates and Michael Caine. <laughs> I didn't catch that. Did you that. notice Michael Caine? He's a good actor. <laughs> Did he get an Oscar or is he just an Oscar nominee? Uh no, he's never won an Oscar. No. Never? Not even Cider House Rules? No, I'm sure he's never anyway. won an Oscar. No. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Well, 
He's in esteemed, well, Socrates, he's in esteemed competition now. It's just, it's so <laughs> bizarre because it was like, oh, Socrates, Tchaikovsky and Michael Caine. I'm like, what? <laughs> what have you given this one? <laughs> oh, my God. Look, I just gave it, oh, my God. I just gave it threes across the board. Again. Wow, that's too nice. Yeah. I think I was just, like, too shocked to do anything other. That is a nine from the pair of us. Um, in fact, that's a nine from you and from the pair of us. Let's yeah. go on to nineteen eighty nine. It was Daniel Auguste with the song "Ted Shem and Yen Share." <laughs> that was probably my worst delivery. That sounds of legit. all time. No, it sounds legit. Totally. What no one sees. This one finished last, and I got Nul Point, which is also another podcast you should be listening to if you're not great Eurovision folks from over in England. Now, I have to give you the Wikipedia explanation of why this didn't do well. Uh-huh. Quote, this was probably because the song was sung in a very lackluster style, perhaps so Daniel could express his disdain about being awarded a cactus for winning the national final. The man was given a cactus when he won <laughs> the Icelandic national final. And so he took out his frustrations by performing shit and getting a null point at Eurovision. Doesn't Switzerland – I heard Switzerland gives um, Roger Federer a cow every time he wins a grand championship. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so he has cows. Like a, he's got a herd of cows that yeah, were all gifted wow. to him. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> um, I Can you imagine sabotaging your Eurovision performance because you got a bloody cactus? Like, can you imagine being that petty about it? Can you Imagine your own Wikipedia page describing you as lacklustre. <laughs> like, oh, my God. The other thing is I love it because this song, like, it translates as what no one sees, but apparently it became known as what no one heard um, because <laughs> of the <null> noir. <laughs> uh, so Daniel just doesn't give a fuck here. Like, the, especially at the start, maybe he kind of finds his way a little later into the song. He does pick it up a little bit energy-wise, but the high-waisted dress pants are a, were an awful choice. They are just a hideous choice, and I don't like his grandma's blouse that he's wearing. <laughs> oh, my God. That's the thing. Do you know what he looks like? To me, he looks like um, a 70s hammer horror bad guy like he's clearly be like yes stay in my castle and then he eats your face in the middle of the night yes oh my gosh that's why i think the problem is when he does try he just looks even creepier like when he like (laughs) just stares at you through the lens and i'm like he's staring into my soul yeah Um, look i would have given the cactus more points (laughs) song four performance one fashion one six for me how about you Look, I I don't know what he's singing about, but I presume it's something about putting the lotion in the basket, uh, to be (laughs) honest. Uh, Look, I give the song three. I give the performance one. And you know what? He mesmerized me with his, like, Count Dracula eyes. Oh, no, don't do it. Don't do it. I gave the fashion a five. (laughs) It's so... She did it. It's so wrong it actually becomes... Brilliant. Well, that's a nine from you, a six from me, and a 15 between us. <laughs> so, oh, a pass. Who knew? It's not a pass. A 30 is a pass. Oh, uh, yeah. It's okay. half a oh. pass. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh, God. All right. In 1990, it was Schoenen with the song 
Eight lug n. One more song, and Iceland finished fourth, which Woo! is a great, great turn of events for them. It's a love duet. The idea of dancing one more song together. It got Du's Poir from Woo! Portugal and the United Kingdom. Nice. Tens from Austria, Belgium, Denmark, and Norway. And eights from Israel, Luxembourg, and Sweden. Here we go. What did you think? Oh, my God. Okay, for, like, this is just quintessential 90s. This couldn't be more 90s if they were just wearing, like, a Smash Hits T-shirt that just said 90s. <laughs> um, you know what it is? I mean, it's just it's just good time 90s fun. Like, you, you can't go wrong with it. Like, you were always going to have a success with this. Give the people what they want, a chance to, like, get up and dance. I love her dress. I don't care how 90s it is. I love it. Absolutely love it. I also love her dress. I'm absolutely just, I adore her dress. I tolerate his parachute pants, yeah. but I love her dress, right? <laughs> um, this has just got energy and fun and joy. And I think this yeah. is something Iceland hasn't had in that early period so much. I mean, they had it in the first song and then they were all like, ballads, would you like a ballad? Ballads, yeah, have a yeah. ballad. <laughs> and then in 1990, they were like, fuck it, no. No, this one's a highlight for me. I thought this was a very, very... I thought this was a very worthwhile entry for Iceland. They've done well. So song seven, performance eight, and fashion a seven again for a 22. How about you? Nice. You know what? This performance says to me we didn't get a cactus for winning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, song six, performance five, fashion uh, seven. I'm on board for this. An 18 from you, a 22 from me, and oh, my goodness gracious, a 40 between us. Woo! Don't often get there, but we have today. All right, <laughs> 1991, it was Stefan and Afi with the song Drama Om Ninu, Dreams About Nina. Finished 15th. It got a 10 from Sweden, 7 from Italy, 5 from Germany, and a 4 from Switzerland. Supposedly, this is a, like, mega classic in Iceland, and mm. it's, like, played in bars and nightclubs all the time, and, like, everyone joins in. It's like... um. So in Australia, the equivalent is probably Daryl Braithwaite's The Horses, right? <laughs> yeah. That song that just everyone sings no matter what. So, yeah, what did you think? Oh, my God. Okay. We have to start with the fact about this performance. Iceland have sent a man with a headband, a ponytail, and an aqua suit. Uh, I think... I think that's the main part you have to wear of this. Um, he's also joined on stage by a guy in a purple jacket that is the Icelandic John Farnham, yeah. who sings that other Australian song. Yeah, you know it. You're the voice. Try and understand it. Oh, my God. You know what? Oh, my God. And he's had, like, more This Is My Last Farewell tours than any human being on Earth. He's had, he like, what? He makes Cher look like an early retirer. Oh, yeah. He's had, like, 36 farewell tours. Um, you know what? They're not even the star attraction of this, though. Can we talk about how intense is the cello player? Yes. Oh, okay. He looks like the vampire Lestat from the Anne Rice yes. interview with the vampire <laughs> novels. We should, first of all, picture that. The long hair, the dark jacket. Like, yes. You're getting a disproportionate amount of vampire vibes from Iceland. <laughs> Like Transylvania move over, Reykjavik is now Vampire Central. Yeah, well, you know, that's that's how you keep the population down. 
That's why they don't need an army. That's why they don't need an army. It's like 390,000 vampires. Who needs an army? I actually really enjoy the piano violin intro to like the verse. It's like delicious. And it's like, yeah, it's improvement. How could I argue with the people of Iceland? They really, they know a classic song when they, when they claim on. Great track, great energy, ugly outfits. But of course it was 1991. So, I mean, what am I expecting? Decent stuff from Iceland, though. So I'm very happy with this. Song 7, Performance and Fashion 5s for 17. Well, all I know is I have to, we have to give points to this because I am afraid that the cello player will find us and drink <laughs> our souls if we don't give them. Oh, my God. And, like, and he's not sitting down playing the cello. He's standing up playing the cello. I haven't. Yeah. And, like, but it's not the, the little, you know, uh, foot at the bottom is not long enough to go into the ground. He sort of waves it around like he's going to stab somebody with the end yeah. of it. I, I, for our lives, I give it five across the board. <laughs> for a fifteen, hey, that's a thirty-two between us. <laughs> Thank God they passed. It could have been ugly for us. Nineteen ninety-two. All right, this is Heart to Heart with the song Nay, Either, Ya, No or Yes. Finish seventh and Sigur, whose dress we loved back in 1990, is back. Uh-huh. She did the backing vocals in 91 as well. It's a song about the uncertainty of a relationship. It got the 12 from Iceland. It got an eight from Spain and seven from Austria. More upbeat content from Iceland Tap it to my veins, bitch. What did you think? <laughs> oh, my God. Look, you know what? It's a pleasant toe tapper. And can we talk about the fact that the two ladies that are singing have obviously put so much effort into the, into their, you know, uh, oh, my God, coordinated um, dancing. Like they've clearly yeah. they've put the hours in. The choreo. Yeah. Yeah. The, and they're pretty good. So, you know, I appreciate that. It, and it just, you know, it just gives a bit of life. It gives a bit of fun, gives a bit of woo. Yeah, I like, I actually really liked the outfits as well. They looked exactly like how my mum used to dress, like right up until I was born and then drained the life out of her. So she doesn't dress <laughs> like that no more. So, yeah, I and I agree with you. I thought the choreo was really simple, really good, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, great song. Terrifically simple, this one. Song six, performance and fashion eights for a 22 again. How about oh. you? Uh, look, song five, performance 5.5, uh, fashion five. For a 15.5. And oh my goodness gracious, it's a 37.5. Nice. And they didn't even need to bring out a vampire to do it. No. <laughs> They're saving them up. They're saving them up. All right. 1993, it was Inga with the song Tha Vestu Svarit. Then you'll know the answer. Finish 13th. It's a ballad to an erstwhile lover. I like using the word erstwhile. When do I get the opportunity to say erstwhile? Erstwhile. Especially with the word lover. Erstwhile. Yes, an erstwhile no. lover. I love it. Seven from the Netherlands and Sweden, fives from Croatia and Slovenia, and fours from Denmark and Greece. It's a sax solo to open us up, and then that flow and the pace change very quickly. What do oh, you think? My Lord. Yeah. Oh, my God. This song definitely needed more saxophone. Like, you're mm. just like, the saxophone is right there. Why would you not be playing the saxophone? Oh, my God. Two other points. Can we talk about, oh, my God, those shoes with that dress. What the hell were you thinking? <laughs> Interesting combination. 
I have not seen such a poor combination since drinking and driving. Like, (laughs) it's horrendous and it just should not be together. Oh, my God. You know what? The other thing is I think this performance might actually – Whole, might actually be in the record books for the most swaying ever by a performer at Eurovision. That is all she does. She just stands there and she sways back and forth. Yeah. It's just the whole thing is her swaying. You're right, though, about the saxophone. The saxophone really, really yeah. drags this one along with it. Yeah. I really thought that. But you're so right about the swaying. Like, yeah. gosh, she's going to get seasick if she does too much of it. Yeah, I know. It was just, you were just like, yeah, what are you do? And I mean, it's like, we, oh, look, you know, oh, what can I do? I can't dance. Someone was like, I don't know, sway. And she just really <laughs> latched onto that decision. She really latched onto it, yeah. It's a coping <laughs> mechanism. Um, I've given the song a six, performance a four, but the fashion a seven for a 17. How about oh. you? No, I gave the song a four, performance four, fashion three. I could not get past that dress and shoe combo. <laughs> Horrendous. <laughs> That's a 28 between the pair of us. Not a pass. 1994, okay. Oh. Let's talk about oh. it's Siga. She is back after 1992, part of 91 and 1990, with the song Nighter, which means nights. Finished 12th, which, as you're going to ascertain from what I say next, is a massive underperformance for this one. This one is so good. And it is Seager who's back, not Seager. The Seager will never be back. That's at its time. No one's got a Seager anymore. It's it's a song about the beauties of the night and dreaming. Eight from Sweden, six is from Ireland, Spain and the UK, and four is from France and Poland. But... Shall we get into some controversy? Let's roll it. Controversy, controversy, controversy. All right. So this song won the national final, being performed by Sigur's sister, Sigrun. I'm not making that up. <laughs> uh, but the broadcaster decided to revamp the song and dropped Sigrun for Sigur, right? I don't know how Sigrun felt about that, getting oh. dumped for his sister, winning and then being like, mm, you're fine, but... We'd rather have your sister, right? Yeah, no. Like, you don't you don't take that gig. You right. do not right. take that gig. Even if it's to be on the Eurovision like set like song contest, you don't take that gig from your sister. What are you thinking? Agreed. Oh my god. Okay, so we're on the same page. Can I ask? But we we yeah. can't just move on too quickly for can you what do you think Christmas was like <laughs> after this? How do you think Christmas went down? I, I Do you think someone got stabbed? I think Christmas may cancelled. Um well, I was going to say if they'd had Zoom back then, they definitely would have been in person for Christmas. They would have <laughs> Oh my god! Can you imagine, I imagine for like the gift, Christmas gift, she opens it up and it's just like all the stolen toiletries from the Eurovision hotel. <laughs> what a bitch! Yeah, I, I don't know how you get past that, but hopefully they have. We'll try and track down Seager and ask her. Oh no! I, I she... surely you'd take that to the grave. Come on, that's oh, some like. I, don't know. I swear the revenge of my children. <laughs> Like Romeo and Juliet shit. <laughs> Look, all right, let's get into the poor performance. So it starts in the dark, then it cuts over to Sega, who's dressed for a business lunch. Oh, my 
Business. Bus- that's what I wrote down. Business. I man. absolutely love the vibe of this song. Oh. I have been listening to it near nonstop oh. since I did my research. And no. we're not going to agree because I adore this one. It's The performance is a bit flat, oh. but um, it's... Not really a song you could choreo all that world, uh, all that well. Deserves way more points, in my opinion. Sigga is my Icelandic queen. Everything she has sent is absolute gold. I really thoroughly think this was a really, really excellent song. Standalone on its own. Listen to the studio version. It's fantastic. Sigga is just, she's perfect. I've given straight eights for 24. All right, let me have it. What did you think? I would have sent the other sister. Um, <laughs> I I gave the song a four, performance three. She was clearly dead inside. Um, and somebody had sabotaged her shoes so she couldn't move. Yeah, with her sister. <laughs> and good honour. Um, yeah. Fashion one. Basically, <gasps> if she, she was wearing jeans, she's not wearing jeans is the only reason she's not getting zero. It's like... It's like when you go to perform at Eurovision, but then close a deal straight afterwards. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we've definitely come down on different sides of this one. Of the family. Um, Not quite. (laughs) Do you remember Sagapo or whatever it was that I always bring up? Say the password. Yeah. This is like the inverse of that. This is the one I've loved that you've hated. So... As much as you've tried to sabotage Sega, it is an 8 from you, a uh-huh. 24 from me, oh. but it's a pass on a 32. It's rigged! So- rigged! <laughs> All right. We've got two songs left to get through, so let's get to them right now. Better better late than ever, though. Um, it's Bo Holdorson with the song Nuna, which means now. Finish 15th. Soon we will part, and all we have is here And now, got an eight from Denmark, sixes from Ireland and Sweden, and a four from Austria. It's the second ever Icelandic man to be well-dressed at Eurovision. Oh, Lord, look, but but that's about the only thing that it's got going for it. Like, I mean, it's not that this song is offensive. It's just, I mean, it's not that exciting to me. It's the kind of song that you would, you'd put on for your grandma. Or your grandpa. Yeah, so it kind of just it kind of just meanders through, right? Mm. It's kind of like, mm, yeah, we'll get to the end when we get to the end. Yeah, so like you know, you know, your parents send you over to spend time with your grandparents, and while you're sitting there, you know, having your dinner at like five in the afternoon, um, this would just be playing on the radio. Uh, yeah, look, song three, performance three, fashion a four. Yeah, I didn't mind his suit. That's a 10 from you. Yeah, I also don't have too much to say about this one. It's a decent song, but it doesn't grab me like some of the more recent ones. There's not much to say. It grew on me. Like you said, it was fine. So I've given song and performance fives, fashion a six, for a 16 and a 26 between us. So not a pass for Bo. No, it was just, yeah, do you know what I mean? It's kind of, This one finding with like Iceland, you were like, oh, okay, no, they're kind of getting more of the spirit of what this is about. Fine, sure, sing us a ballad. Yeah, exactly. That's like when I was like, ballad, you want the ballad? We have so many <laughs> ballads. Have the ballad. <laughs> 1996, we're at the end. Are you ready? Are you ready for the last song of the week? Oh, never. <laughs> it was 1996. It was Anna Mule with the song Shoo Doo. Finished 13th. 
It is a song about the global currency that is music, which is a beautiful way of, of looking at things. Ten from Ireland, eight from Estonia, six from Austria, Portugal, and Slovenia. Black and white, except for a lipstick, which I was like, that's a bit, that's a bit cool. Although it did give me Schindler's List vibes. Remember when there's the little girl and she's just wearing the red jacket and everything else is in black and white? Yeah. I don't think your Eurovision song performance anything should be reminding me of Schindler's List. <laughs> I think that's like a, you know, do you know what like, you know what style we should go for? Movie about a Holocaust. Mm. Like that's mm. totally the vibe we want to go for that's in Eurovision. Never, that's never. Well, that's like, uh, who was it? Who Yeah, who did that? Who did that song about the school shooting? And everyone was just like, oh, no, no. Which one? You remember? Oh, yeah. back in Bosnia or something yeah, like that. And yeah, and everyone was just early. like, oh, too soon and just yeah, too not- awkward. And, uh. All right, so i got to talk about the music of this one because it sounds like, when did you last watch The Nanny? Um, When was the last time you posted a clip on your, like, Instagram? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so recently. Like five minutes so- ago. Every time there's a scene change, it plays kind of that like lounge bar New York in the 90s jazz uh-huh. like music. Uh-huh. That's what this whole song sounds like to me. Like I'm waiting for <laughs> Fran Fine's mother to walk into the scene eating a donut. Like I'm like, oh, my God, here we go. And then Sylvia Fine never shows up. Not worth the time and effort. I actually didn't mind it. It's just too slow for me, though. You know, uh, I didn't hate it. I didn't like it. What do you think? It's just... I. I it's just kind of weird, like, what they've sort of brought together. It's like they kind of have an idea, but they've never really made it clear in the team meetings. Yeah, like, agreed. They're singing a 50s song in a 70s dress with 80s hair in the 90s. Yeah, um, yeah that's almost exactly it. Just Yeah, and you're just sort of like, what? <laughs> I mean, it did, it did everything but mention Socrates. Okay, like... <laughs> Um, I actually loved her black and white dress and I really loved the backup singers in their white suits. It's a great entry. Wasn't my style. Did need more Socrates, you're right. So grew on me. Didn't Socrates grow on me. So song six, performance five, but fashion got an eight. So that's oh. a 19 from me. What about you? Yeah, see, it wasn't that I had a problem like with the fashion itself per se. I had a problem with the fashion for this song. I don't agree with you, but I totally see what you mean. Yeah, like for uh, there are there are like a hundred other songs that you could put this on, and you'd be like, "Oh, yeah, no, you know, looking like mighty fine." But yeah, I gave the song a four performance. Uh, four that was just for the enthusiasm of the backup dancers. Uh, fashion look, I gave a three because even though it was wrong, she still did look good. Oh my gosh, that is a eleven from you. 19 from me, and a pass, it got a 30. So there you go. Oh, so lucky. So, so lucky. Oh, my God. You know what? All I'm going to say is because I do I sort of, I do know what's coming up with, shall we say, the last year of Iceland, the, the first years of Iceland and the last year of Iceland, I think are going to be very different. Yes. I think we found this with a lot of countries that started entering in the 70s and 80s in that they didn't have that classic 50s, 60s, like, vibe. They kind of got dropped into, like, the messy 70s and 80s and had to find their way. Oh, no, not even that. 
I think because I'm just comparing this in my mind to 2019. Hatari. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> my brain has just jumped ahead and I'm just like. So that is the end of episode one of Iceland. Now I can tell you that our winner was 1990s Schönen with the song It's Lagen, which finished fourth at Eurovision, first with us this week okay, yeah. on a 40. Yep. Our second favourite was 1992, Siga again with uh, Heart to Heart, Ne ADR, which was from 92, like I said, on 37 and a half points. And then Siga has come third as well with Naita, which is my favourite song of the week, on 32 points, tied with 1991's Drauma Omninu which also got 32 points. Do you think we should take points off, though, for... No. <laughs> you don't know what I was going to say. No, I don't think we should take points. Because if it's Siga, Siga and Siga, I don't want to take points off of her. She's perfect. Well, maybe we could get her sister in to give some comment <laughs> on that opinion. <laughs> All right, let's, let's roll along. Let's go into the next segment, which is... Comment of the week. Oh, yeah. That's right. Comment of the week time. So, Liz, you have perused some of the best music videos from the um, the songs we've talked about this week, and you found some of the best comments. Lay them on us, baby. <laughs> well, you know what? They're, uh, I think this week, you know what? We're, we're gonna, just for you, we're going to have a short one this week. Um, oh. <laughs> <we're> not, <laughs> I don't mean because you're short. Shut up. I thought you were going to say because you couldn't find anything negative to say about Singer. Well, so you just... <laughs> I was going to say because you're always yelling at me because I have so many comments. So I'm mixing it up. I'm keeping it fresh. I'm keeping it No, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Um, we, so we just got one comment this week. And I, as soon as I just saw it, I looked at the first one for 1986. Uh, uh, I see. Oh, their debut. With the big red glorious mullet and the angry snobby waiter. <laughs> I just looked at the one comment and I was like, that's it, wrap it up. Uh, GPB six months ago has looked at Icy from Iceland and has simply summed it up. If this is the first song Iceland sent to Eurovision, it's not surprising they never won. <laughs> oh, they've come so close. That was that's just painful. That Knife is cruel. In the icy heart of Iceland, <laughs> thank you, GPP. Jeez, what a Gosh. what a comment of the week. I think that one's one of the meaner comments we've ever done. <laughs> anyway, all right. So thank you so much for listening for another week. We'll be back next Friday with Iceland Part Two. Did you say Friday? We won't be back Friday. Next Friday. Yeah, we will. Oh, yeah, we will be back on Friday. <laughs> we will be back Friday. Now, next week's episode is going to cover Iceland from 97 to 2009. Um, well, I'm not sure if Liz will be present for it. I so was about to say, but it's, we'll it's say. not Friday today, Jack. It's Monday. Oh, God. All right. Now, if you don't follow us on social media, follow us at Do's Part Podcast on Facebook and on Instagram. Hey, you know what you should do? Check Ooh. us out on YouTube because we've started Ooh. posting. We realized we never really culminated all of our songs and ranked mm-hmm. them from our least favorite to our favorite for every country. So we've done that. Albania is now up on YouTube. It's been up for a couple of days as of this going live. Woo-hoo. So look us up, Do Podcast on YouTube. 
check out our video. Tell us what you think. Um, Liz, as always, you're going to sing us out. Or if you would like, I've got a little Icelandic song from this week tucked away in the back of my brain. Oh, oh. And on this note, I would like to introduce Jack Sprava. Woo! <laughs> Sing us out, Jack's brother. Woo! He's not here. I'm just going to do it. <laughs> Nine, two, do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. I only know the word. Nine, two. Good night. We love you. See you next week. If Liz remembers to show up, anus. Love you. Good night.